Yeah. Welcome to Field and Streaming Movie Reviews, where we review a current or classic film each week and do an in-depth analysis of that film. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call it in-depth, but... <laughs> sometimes we, they are. Sometimes, 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 sometimes we get real fancy. Yeah, sometimes we're yeah. fancy. Start Other times it's like, yeah, okay. This show is hosted by myself, Landon. We have Zach. Hello. And we have Gabe. What's up? And I'm real excited about today's show because we're going to be going to the danger zone <laughs> with Top Gun. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is we are going to review both Top Gun movies and give a comparison of the films into which one we liked better. So to start off, the original Top Gun... We'll start with the original Top Gun. It came out in 1986, and if you've never seen it before, it is students at the United States Navy Elite Fighter Weapons School compete to be the best in the class. One daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. It's directed by Tony Scott, and it stars Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, and many, many, many more. But those, I would say, are the are the main crew. I forgot that Tom Skerritt is in it. The yeah, dad on River Runs Through is Viper. I know. Yeah. When we were watching this, and I was like, yeah. and I was like, wait, where is he from? We just watched the movie with him in it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, River Runs Through it. And that was one that we uh, recently reviewed. We did. Yeah, Full I like Tom Skerritt. Though. Full circle. It was. You know, I, my big question is, if you like this movie so much, why didn't you like Bull Durham? Because it's all about a young buck getting some information and some knowledge from a yeah. But Kelly McGinnis isn't uh, you know sleeping around with all the best fighter pilots that year <laughs> to be the best. <laughs> yeah, she didn't pick the winner. It was an off year. Imagine Maybe it was an off year. Imagine okay. if those two came together. And that's how it was. Like Kelly McGinnis sleeps with the best fighter pilot. Exactly. For, who's who's running who's who needs to that help to push to get to the to top. get over the top. When safe drivers save for not answering your phone. Wow. I'd watch that movie. It's a what if show. I would watch that man. Oh my god. Bull gosh. Durham and Top Gun had a baby. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the volleyball scene, they're all just shirtless they're playing just, softball, you yeah. know. I can get into the that. Religion of Top Gun. <laughs> religion of you have a shrine to shrine planes. Shrine to planes. <laughs> <laughs> and the way the Wright brothers—that's who. That's yeah. who. You walk in, you got two white Wright brothers. Well, it's funny because Landon's talking about like, well, you know, if you haven't seen it already, and I was like, how can how can you not see it? But then you hadn't seen Bull Durham, so I that's I can't say I yeah. can't you can't say that now because yeah, it's possible. It's possible that has not been seen. I I. Ran to several people who had not seen Top Gun. Really? Yep. Have they seen the second one? No. Okay, but but were they going to go see the second one? Oh yeah, yeah. I think they were going to go see the second yeah. one. Yeah. I feel like if you hadn't seen the second one or first one, you would miss out on a lot. Yeah. You can still do it. You can still do it, and yeah. I feel like you can still enjoy it, but you wouldn't yeah. enjoy it the same way. I would agree. I kind of feel like they're like the like the Mission Impossible series with Tom Cruise. It's like hey, you miss one. Eh, not, not I don't horrible. even know how many I've seen. Right. There's like. Six of them, but I feel like I've understood every one I've ever seen. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, it's like, but even if you miss like another one, yeah, and you like watch five you're instead fine. of two. You're, you're yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
1986. Yeah, what did you guys think of, uh, before I get into our facts, mm-hmm. interesting facts, what did you guys think, what have been your thoughts of the original Top Gun? Dude, it's classic. It's it like, is. to me, okay, we talk about Bull Durham with baseball. I mean, there's so many quotable items in this movie and scenes in this movie um, that it's just a memorable 1980s Yeah, it's taken flick. such like a grasp on pop culture yeah. with all the quotes. It's a huge pop culture thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and so it's it's hard. It's, yeah, it's just it, it's it's just a movie that it's in that list that yeah. you know, you're going to see. Or even if you missed it, it's not like on a Sunday afternoon, it's not going to be on TV. I've always liked the original Top Gun, but I've never loved the original Top Gun. That's, would I, be my opinion. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, it wasn't one that I would like rewatch all the time. I feel like there was something, always something missing with the original Top Gun, and that was like the flying. There wasn't a lot of it. There wasn't. Yeah, it was less. Less. It. It was good, but it was less to be desired, and a lot of it was like fake scenarios. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're at a school well, essentially, school. Yeah. trying to be. And the 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 pilot who earns the most points throughout the was it a five week program mm-hmm. yeah. is dubbed Top Gun. They win a trophy. Now they all graduate, but they're all fighting for that Top Gun position. Yeah. And you have um, Maverick, Tom Cruise, and Goose, who are a team, a fighter pilot team, and they're playing, and they're pretty much up against Iceman. Right. And I forget Iceman's co-pilot. And technically. Maverick wasn't the top one. No, yeah, then that's the thing. So yeah, you sent a text message to the group. You want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, because I don't necessarily know if Maverick is the hero of this movie. No, no, he is not at all. Right? No, it's Iceman. Right? Iceman is the better pilot, consistently the better pilot. I mean, he saves him, but still, like, he does. But it's yeah. But also the like, and Iceman follows the rules. He does. He's got an ego, but all those guys there have egos. You have to have an ego. I feel like if you're going to be the best, this falls in one of those movies where you have two guys that are very competitive, but one mentors this other one. I mean, as we see in the second one, but mentors this other one to come about and get over his insecurities or overall maverickness (laughs) uh, to to like you know get get help and, and make him a better player. Like we saw with, with uh, Bull Durham. Yeah. You know, you, you, that older guy helping or, or just another character in there to help the main character progress. But who would that character be? Because it's not Iceman. Iceman doesn't care if Maverick fails or not. It yeah. doesn't, but but I still feel like it pushes him to... I think it does, not unintentionally. Right. Um, I think Tom... Not Selleck. I want to say Tom Selleck. Tom... Garrett. Scarrett. Mm-hmm. He uh, does more of that pushing, especially when it comes to the end. But I think what it is, it's, you know, Maverick's trying to live up to, for lack of a better word, the curse of his father, right? His father was a fighter pilot who... For um, his his entire life didn't exactly know what happened because it was classified. Right, but the, the story was, the rumor was, it was because he did some shady stuff, mm-hmm. right? So it was kind of like in disgrace, you know? So Maverick is living up to this expectation or trying to overcome it. But also, it's a little bit of... People are telling him who he is because of who his father is, so he's kind of leaning into that a little bit. And so when you brought up the fact that even though he wasn't supposed to go to Top Gun Academy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because Cougar what was supposed to yeah, go. Yeah, and, uh, and the magic guy. Where the uh, Merlin? Merlin. Yeah, it was Merlin. Okay. Right? They were supposed to uh, advance, but when they were under real combat early in the movie, right. he kind of shut down. 
Right. And so Maverick goes on. But I was reading some things that are saying that, like, you could look at it as the other pilot was the better pilot. Maverick didn't deserve to go. Or Maverick had his father's thing hanging over him, and he wasn't going to go, even if he was the best pilot, because of who his dad was. Maybe, but you it, it seemed like... If that's if that was the case, I mean, all these guys were all jacked up on confidence, right? Right. If that was the case, he would have you would have figured that he'd be more pushy in there instead of just being like, yeah. "I'm the best anyway," yeah. right? I'm the best, whatever. Um, especially when you know when they're they have that first group meeting and he's talking about, well, you know, it's classified, whatever, and you know they're they have their team versus the other team. They're still like shooting the crap, right? And still thinking they're better than everyone else. But I see this a lot in other movies where you have the the main character who hasn't had a family, who hasn't, you know, had something to live for, I guess. Um, and a good example of this is Rush, um, which is uh, that Formula One, and I forget about, it's a oh, based yeah, off a true story. With uh, Liam... No, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, with Chris Hemsworth, which is a cool movie too. But but the you always hear those tones of um, one of the characters getting married or having a kid, and then going all of a sudden having this fear right. of dying, right? And you see that with with uh, with Goose. Cougar. Oh, with when Cougar. because he, there's a scene where he's getting missile locked on, and he's looking at the picture of his of his wife and kid, yep. right? And that scared him, you know, off the bat. Maverick really didn't have that, right? Right, so just full gun bore, you know, I'm, I'm just going to live dangerously. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just feel like I see, you see that a lot in other movies. Right, where you have the one who kind of takes more risks because he has nothing to live for. Right, or, nothing to live for, and then all of a sudden kind of kind of does, right. or has mm-hmm. something happen that's scare, scary to him to kind of kick him back into what's going on in the real world. Yeah, I forgot the conversation that Goose has after like their first week at the Academy where Goose goes and talks to him in his room and is like, hey, like, you gotta, we gotta get through this. You know, he's like, we don't have anything else to fall back on. Yeah. And that might have been his father figure. I mean, you could argue that that was right. his guidance. And he really does. I mean, like, he has a change in tone a little bit. Like, he still kind of makes some of the crazy uh, decisions and stuff, but he does change and focus and l- less like, oh, we're gonna blatantly disrespect orders yeah. by. By going through it, you know. Let me give you guys some facts of the movie. These are interesting. The real Top Gun school imposes a $5 fine to any staff <laughs> yeah, member that quotes the that, film. Yeah. Uh, and it's so easy to do. Yeah. I mean, like oh, the first yeah. day, like, here's 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm, I'm uh, going to uh, skip through four uh, right uh, now. Yeah. Hey, there's uh, two O's and Goose. I love <laughs> yeah. that. That's, like, that's always my favorite. <laughs> Stunt pilot Art Scholl was killed during the production of the movie. He was 54. He died when his Pitts S2 camera plane failed to recover from a flat spin and plunged into the Pacific Ocean. Skull's last words over the radio were, I have a problem, I have a real problem. The exact cause of the crash was never determined, and neither the aircraft nor his body were ever recovered. The film is dedicated to him. Okay, wow. Um, the Pentagon charged Paramount Pictures $1.8 million to use all their planes and aircraft carriers for the film. That's it? That's it. $1.8 million. But you know what, though? It makes sense because this was probably used as a huge recruiting tool because I imagine... Well, yeah. I have... I know the cost it, differently. I don't know the total cost, but I know the cost per hour of using the planes for the next... for Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So... Yeah, they have a I'll just say it. Now. There's no There's no point. We're already yeah. on the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 11000 per hour 
per plane. Yeah. Wow. For Top Gun Maverick, they probably, had, they probably had thirty planes or so. The operating cost estimated by the Navy for a plane is is forty to fifty thousand dollars per hour. Once you consider all the pilots' training, the fuel, the mechanics, the cost of the plane, all of that. And so the Navy takes a loss on it, but again, they use it as a recruiting yeah. tool, and it looks good on TV. Yeah, because I can only imagine after 1980s, you get a bunch of 17, 18-year-olds who turn around saying, like, that's what I want to be. You know, I want to I want to be... Yeah, I want to go do that. Yeah, I want to go be a fighter pilot for the Navy, you know. Um, Anthony Edwards is the only actor who didn't vomit while on the fighter jets. <laughs> Anthony, which one's Anthony Edwards? Was that Goose? Yeah. Yep. Val Kimmer did not want to be in this film, but was forced by contractual obligations. However, it became one of his most iconic roles in his career. Really? I would not have guessed well, I that. Think they talked about it. I don't know if you've seen it. The uh, Amazon has Val? a... Yeah. That's a very good... I keep looking at him. It's very good. Is it? It's very good. Now, what's going on? He, is, uh, he has a disease, right? He has throat cancer. Okay, so that's actually what's happening. Yeah, so he had yeah. throat cancer, and because of that, uh, the surgery and all that to, to remove some of, some of the nasty stuff does not allow him to, he's not able to speak anymore. Um, and then he, I think he has a trachea, or what, no, what do you call this, the, the little deals? Um, but he's got some stuff now where he's able to, like, type stuff in, and almost like um, uh, the uh, the scientist, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, in the Stephen Hawking. So like Stephen Hawking, yeah. Hawking. Um, so, you know, he's able to speak through that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many spoilers you, you were interested in, but, yeah, that comes up. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, yeah. Um, when the students are being briefed by Charlie in the hangar, Maverick explains that he gave the bird to a MIG. She asked how he saw the MIG up close, and he says he was flying inverted. Right then, Iceman coughs, Bullshit, and the guys laughed. The bullshit line was ad-libbed by Val Kilmer, and everyone's reactions are genuine. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good little ad-lib. That's a cool little scene, too. Because, yeah, I mean, you're like, again, that that right there, it's hard to believe that he didn't want to be there because yeah. he's, they're so, like, talking crap about, you know, cool stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. The tension between Maverick and Iceman isn't just down to good acting. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer kept their distance from each other and never socialized which is good you get that you get that out there i mean I, you, you see that too like with saving private ryan um uh what's his name matt damon matt damon and everyone Hanks. did the training and stuff and he didn't yeah so when they had the you know their acting groups together of course they were always like wait so, so who does matt damon not get along with well no so it, it's when they were preparing for the film the all the actors in the the company or whatever it is were together all the time, except for Matt. Damon. And they did training. They did like the the school and army training and yeah. all this stuff. And it's that set for him so that when, when they bring came him together, in, it felt like you could feel that like he's an outsider. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. They, and they already have these like preconceived notions about him. Interesting. Yeah. And the last. Uh, Fun fact is all of Maverick's stunt flying in the film was done by Scott Altman, who later went on to become an astronaut. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I wonder if he if he had his pilot's license and was flying any on his own. He cannot then. touch the controls, according to the Navy. None of the actors can touch the controls on any of the jets. 
gotcha. in the prior film and in the current film. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. So they're all in the plane, and they're all getting the footage and everything, and all the footage is real because they're there, but they are not on the stick. Gotcha. Yep. Huh. That's interesting. That makes sense. Because I know he can actually fly. Like, he yeah, he's got a commercial. The, well, and in Top Gun Maverick, the plane that he's flying at the end is his personal plane, and he's actually flying. Yeah, the I forget. What, I think it's a Mustang or something like that. P-50, P-41? P-50? No, P-51? And, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's his plane, and he's actually flying around. Flying it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, just to sum it up, he gets through Top Gun Academy. He quits after Goose dies. Yep. Right, and which is understandable because how are you going to replace your like co-pilot? Yeah, and they were like friend, like best, best friends. friends. Um, so yeah, he quits, but then he comes back just in time for graduation. He had enough points to graduate, and they get called to do one final mission. Right, and yeah. it's it's uh, the ending of this movie. It's like bam, bam, like it happens. You know, it's like they graduate, and then all of a sudden, like at graduation, they get these orders, and so they're on the aircraft carrier, and um, they never in, like they never mention what other country it is. Right. No, and they don't in Maverick either. No, I noticed that. They and just I don't think they need to. I don't think they need to throw a country under the bus. I think the mission is good. You can you can get through it without having. I mean, yes. we all kind of like it's like well, we kind of know who they're talking yeah. about, but we're not going to say, gonna it. say yeah. it. Yeah, especially nowadays, you can't do it exactly. I mean, go look how uh, what's the one movie about South or North Korea, the uh, Joe <laughs> Rogan one, which oh. literally almost came to a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the interview? Yeah, the interview, yeah. which that was... Did you ever see it? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that literally remember like, it, was a... It didn't go to theaters because of all the yeah. threats. Yeah. I remember sitting there, and we streamed it on YouTube, and we were like, oh my gosh, wait, is, <laughs> is somebody getting this information? Are they going to come to our house because we're watching this? <laughs> you know. Um, Truth. But uh, during that last fight, see, Maverick kill or blows up two? Two. Planes, right? Yep. And it puts them up there for like the most combat... Or most planes taken down by an, a pilot. Yeah, dogfighting. Right. Yeah. And so that's what gets his name up there. Isn't, isn't like uh, in, in real world situations to be considered an ace is five or it's more? It's five. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's where it ends. Top Gun, it's enjoyable. If somebody wants to watch it, I will always watch it with them. I probably won't ever like... Be like, ooh, I gotta watch. Well, the first it was one cool again. knowing that this new one was coming out. It's like, well, I gotta go and watch the old one oh. and the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. yeah, but but a month prior to knowing that the new one was coming out, would you would have watched it? Eh, yeah. No, no. But I no, we watched it's, it. It's good, and everyone has to see it at least once. But it's it's good. It's good. I wouldn't call it great. And it, you know what though, I will say, the movie itself is not dated. They didn't. They used. There wasn't really any CGI. It's all practical effects. Yeah. Um. The movie does a pretty good job of not saying anything that's kind of like would be kind of controversial today. They may say a couple things, but like there's a lot of movies made in the 80s and 90s where yeah. you're like, Ned and you, yeah, you're like, oh, we do not say that anymore. <laughs> Landon, did you see anything in your trivia stuff? Uh, I thought I read somewhere that there was like they only really had approval. Navy only allowed for like two um, firings of missiles. Yeah. Right, and then but they did such a good job on their special effects and their miniatures that like there was an internal investigation if more were actually fired because of because of you know after watching the movie, which is still cool. I didn't see that. Yeah, so here. there's a here. long uh, list of facts. Yeah, yeah so the Navy uh, authorized two actual missile shots. 
Um, you can pick them up. You can pick out these two shots. Uh, every other shot was used. Uh, let's see. They were ultimately shot from several angles, each in order to use both shots repeatedly during the dog fighting scene. Mm. Okay, so they only shot two missiles, but they had cameras from every angle. Yeah. That way they could yeah. reuse it. Yeah. Smart. Um, most of them, like you said, were uh, the miniatures, and the company that did the mi- miniatures did such a good job that the Department of the Navy conducted a preliminary investigation into whether any additional live firings of missiles <laughs> beyond the two that were authorized yeah. were done. Mm. So they did such a good job that even the, <laughs> even the military was like, we got to double check, make sure that you are <laughs> your true. Um, so... Yeah, so let's let me give you guys the official IMDb rating for the first movie. It is a six point nine out of ten. So it's again, it's good, not great. Good, not great. Yep. So moving on to Top Gun Maverick, it is a new film that's in the theaters. We are going to be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen it yet, then maybe you watch it and then come back and listen to this part. Or hey, you could be part of that statistic that says most people actually enjoy a film more if they under if they know about it. Yes. Okay. It's up to you though. You've been warned. Even yeah. more. From the year okay, on, moving on, we're talking about Maverick. <laughs> now we're talking yeah. about Maverick. So Top Gun Maverick came out this year. Um, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. Now, originally this was supposed to come out in 2020, I believe. That is correct, but they refused oh, yeah. to do a digital release. And Tom Cruise absolutely refused to do a digital this release. This movie doesn't deserve to be a digital release. No. It needs to be seen. Yeah, in but theater. how cool is that that you could you could look at this movie, watching it, put it all, sweat, blood, tears into it and go, This is gonna be successful outside of streaming it. Because yeah. there were some still some good movies that streamed had a lot of crazy numbers during COVID. Yep. But to hold off on it, man, that says a lot. It does. Yeah. yeah. And, and I this think it's movie, paying off because every month they sat on it, it cost them a couple million dollars. Oh, yeah. And they probably already made that back in the first two weeks. Oh, yeah. Because opening weekend was $150 million. It was Tom Cruise's largest, largest opening. Op- uh, and it was the eighth largest second weekend. It only uh, depreciated by 30%, yeah. which is unheard of in a second weekend. Yeah. Uh, so it's and it's behind like all the Marvel movies, yeah. but the word of mouth on this movie is yeah. And there's pent up demand. More people are more excited to get out and venture off of the the post COVID world. And especially this movie's reviewing well. Like yeah. most people who are seeing, actually, I don't think I've heard of somebody who hasn't enjoyed it. Yeah. This movie stars again Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly is a lot of interest, and Miles Teller I would say is the other big actor. And then yep. there's yeah. others that are great in the film, um, but those are definitely the. The heavy hitters. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Val Kilmer does make an entrance to this a short appearance. And it was, v- I'm not going to ruin that. We'll save that. But it was very touching and a very nice moment. Yep. Uh, John Hamm also is in it as well. Yep. Now, the, the downside with John Hamm and some of his movies recently, I feel like he's just getting typecast and a lot of stuff. I don't know. Like, I like him, but I always feel like it's always kind of the same John Hamm, serious yeah. and. Oh, and yeah. See, um, and let's see what. He was in a movie that's like called like Dinner with Friends, and it's yeah. totally different than like normal John Hamm. Yeah, well, a c- comedic John Hamm is always hilarious. He can be great, yeah, yeah. Or but, like even in the um, but serious Bridesmaids. John Hamm, serious John Hamm sometimes is like okay, I, see, I say this, I've seen this character already. Oh yeah, and you know, like in nothing wrong with it. He was he was played right in this movie. Yeah. You know, he was the right guy. For He's the gonna job. fit into that to exactly that role. this this role as an admiral. He did a great job. This movie got an IMDb ranking of 8.6 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It is certified and fresh. 
And I would say that Top Gun Maverick is definitely hands down better than the original. I agree. Um, and that's hard to say a lot of times about sequels are sequels are hard ever better, better than the original. Yeah. And this one, without a doubt in my mind, is absolutely better than the original. And, and it's cool to see, especially like on TikTok, Instagram, where everyone's having their like bromance movie. Like, you know, husbands are going and, and yeah, there's some scenes for the for the ladies, but the you know, the bromance with with Tom Cruise's character, especially with Iceman, you know, even even on the, the original one, you know, you're like, that guy's pretty cool. You know, that guy I wanna be his friend. Yeah. Uh I mean Kendall loved this movie. Uh, did McKenna see it? Yeah. Yeah. She loved it too. Yeah. I mean and Kendall is not a huge fan of the first one. She's, Why? Because she's like it's just about like a dude dealing with his ego. And yeah. she's like, and like it it's is a romance movie. I mean, again, well, it's like, but but at the at the core though, it's Maverick dealing with he's just a little too much of a man, you know. And it's like that's been done a lot, you know. That oh, same yeah. that same trope is not. Whereas, sure. like, I think Maverick really offers something unique that the first one does not. Yes, I agree. You know, um, so quick synopsis or a quick intro. Uh, they are going. Uh, Tom Cruise's character Maverick has kind of been around. In He's a lot aged of what, like thirty years? Yep, exactly. <laughs> and he is kind of at the end of his career. And Iceman asks him to come back and teach at Top Gun at the Academy one last time. And he's pretty much known that if this doesn't work out, he's out of the military. Um, so they he's get- pretty well aged out. And since he hasn't promoted, he's aged out as a pilot. And since he hasn't promoted. He has nowhere to go. He has nowhere to go. So because he's refused promotions. Yeah, he only wants to be a captain so that way he can still fly. Yeah. Um, now they take this one does not bring in new recruits. They bring in people who have already graduated through the program and they are considered the best dogfighters in the world. All right. So they've already been through. They're already either Top Gun or not. So they bring what like twelve or sixteen pilots back. Yep. Um, and their goal is they have to stop a nuclear. Uh, facility from being able to be functional to create the nuclear weapons yeah and it is a tight flight that they have to have specific training in order to complete that flight well let me let me back up to they're using f-18s and we didn't cover in the original film they use f-14s yeah. so uh top gun maverick uses f-18 and whereas 1986 the f-14s were the top of the line in the world these f-18s do not compare to the uh the enemy's planes so they have to use tricks like flying low to the that way they're not detected because they can no longer win in a straight dogfight because the f-18s will lose yeah because the f-8 they picked the f-18s because of their ability to fly low and maneuver and quick yeah. and quick maneuvering which is important to the mission but if you get into a dogfight with current Gen Fives, gen, is what they call them. yeah, they call them Gen Fives in the film. With Gen Fives, you're pretty much you're pretty much outmatched. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking. Everybody's just watching me. You got real quiet. You, got, you have a drinking problem. You spilled, spilled it like airplane it's on my beer. I'm surprised it doesn't No, you're good. Ted. All right, we're good. Yeah. So, um. My, I just love this movie. I could watch this movie over. Yeah, you and saw over it twice already. I saw it twice already. And you usually don't see movies twice. No. What's the last movie you saw? I twice? you come out of that movie smiling, like you're so happy. Yeah. It's such a happy movie. If you go in the theaters and you get all the noise and like the camera work they do for the planes, it feels it all feels a hundred percent real. And the best part of the movie 
is the fact that you think that the movie ends and it would be a really touching ending and it would still be a great movie. Yes. But it's not over. There's still like 30 minutes left. There's still left. 30 <laughs> minutes left and that last 30 minutes is freaking badass. I totally agree. Yeah, because like, okay, I don't know how many, we're getting into spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Mean, already, this, is your last, this is your last one. Last one because this is going to be real spoilers. Yeah, so Tom Cruise, Maverick, sa- uh, well, okay, I feel like we need a setup to get to that point. Okay. Right. So they all go there. Maverick is there, and one of the best fighter pilots is Goose's son. You do meet him in the original, but Goose's son, who's played by Miles Teller, and is, his rooster is his is his uh, co- call, uh, call tag. And um, fun fact, uh, according to Miles Teller, the cast got to choose their own call signs. He chose Rooster because it was in the same family as Goose. I like it, and um, Miles Teller with the mustache. Really, really does look, yeah. look like yeah. Goose. Like it, it's it's pretty crazy how close they got. The best thing that's come from this movie is on TikTok. All the husbands that are shaving <laughs> their beards and getting uh, aviators, and then walking up on their wife with a mustache and aviators. Mustache. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll do that the next time I see Kendall. <laughs> Just aviators and the mustache. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, wait. That's all you're wearing is aviators and mustache. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So Maverick has been in Rooster's life his whole life until he was able to go to the Air Force Academy. And because of his mom, uh, Maverick pulls his application so he cannot go to the Naval Academy. It sets him back about mm-hmm. four years in his training and in his promotion in the military. And so since that happens, Rooster and Maverick no longer have a relationship. And so now that kind of sets the tone of like, it's a little bit awkward there. He Rooster does not like Maverick. He doesn't like the fact that Maverick is teaching this class and Maverick is in this position, like, I don't even know how to work with him yeah. being here, you know. Um, but as it goes on, they work through their things. He never actually tells him why he pulled the the application. Though. He never told him because he didn't want uh, Rooster to... Hold him accountable. Or hold his mom, mom accountable. accountable yeah. For her request because she had died. Yeah. So he Maverick never wanted... Yeah, basically, his he you never wanted Rooster to hate his mother yeah. for holding him back, but she was concerned because Goose died that she didn't want him to be a pilot. So do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, they've been training. Nobody can get this. They have like a test course that they're running through to kind the of. The cool thing it. is, and in going into the training is that they actually go into detail of what the mission is, and you fully understand it by the time it happens. Because I feel like in so many movies, it's like. Okay, we're gonna meet in a room. Here's the mission, and then like you're trying to like process it in your brain as yeah. the viewer, and you really don't fully grasp it, and then you kind of like pick it up as the movie happens. The great thing about this is they do so much training on this mission yeah. that when by the time that the mission actually comes, you know the times that they need to make, the moves that they need to make. Okay, they need to invert at this point. They yeah. have three minutes to get to here. This is what's gonna happen. They have to do that hard pull-up, and when they come up, it's going to be chaos. And so it's really cool to know what the mission is and, like, be able to follow it in detail and kind of be, like, rooting for them or, like, oh, no, you're behind. You need to speed up because you fully understand. Yeah, you've been you've been over this journey with them for two hours oh, two, now. Yeah. And I think that kind of speaks to how unique this movie is because not many movies do this. This movie, like, it's about the mission, but it's about them training and getting, like, a good hour and a half of this movie is just them training for this mission and the failure that's coming with it. Yeah. And nobody can get it until finally Maverick does it and shows them that it can be done. 
and then they actually promote him to lead the mission, not just teach. The he mission. was, but yeah, that's true. He was only supposed to teach the class, and then all these pilots were supposed to do it. He's the only guy that can run the course, and so they end up being like, "All right, Maverick, you're actually going to lead the mission." Yeah. So I think that's a good setup for the climax of the film. They they run the gauntlet, and whenever they come up, they have to do a hard pull after their mission success. Up to Ten G's. Like uh yeah, up to ten G's of force on their body. They have to climb the steep mountain so they don't crash. And when they peak the mountain, it's gonna be mass chaos because there's gonna be other planes in and the air. Anti- there's anti aircraft missiles yeah. that literally lock on and shoot them from the ground. And when they come up off of that, it is immediate chaos. Oh yeah, it's like and, the, and the second they, it happens. They do like a wide way back shot of them coming off the mountain and then just like missiles flying off. And then they'll, it's really cool to see like all the planes like in one shot, basically, doing all these maneuvers. And almost everything in this movie is uh, practical. There, there's hardly any CGI in it. Um, I'm sure the missile launches and stuff are, but like when you see the, the pilots and they're going in and you see their face pulling from the G's, that those is real actors G's. Actors are actually in those planes. They might not be piloting them or they're not piloting them. But they're actually... That actually G-force is applied to them and their reactions are genuine to the force that's being applied to their body. Yeah. Um, and so in this dogfight, in the missiles are... Sh- or not, they're not in the dogfight yet, but the missiles are shooting up and Maverick sacrifices himself to save Rooster, to save Goose's son. Uh, he runs his plane into a, a missile and that way Rooster can, can, get, can leave. Yeah. So Maverick's plane goes down and like Landon was hinting at earlier... This felt like the natural ending to the movie. Yeah. It, it felt like I was like, There's oh. all this tension. It is. And I'm like, oh, that's how they're going to end it. It's a great ending. I like it. I enjoy it. But then well, yep. you find out that his plane went down and he was able to get out. And now he's just in the middle of like an icy tundra. Yeah. And there's no chance that anybody can go back for him because the the enemy has now figured out that people are attacking them. So they've sent out their planes and their helicopters. And so, yeah, there's basically like, they're, you know, command is telling all the pilots to land, get back to the aircraft carrier. To leave Maverick. To leave Maverick. And um, they all go back except for Rooster. Rooster. And he decides. Who has a hunch that Maverick is still alive. Yep. And so Maverick is being chased by a uh, helicopter and the helicopter shooting at him. And then, uh, <laughs> Uh, Rooster takes down the helicopter, saving Maverick. But in doing so, he crashes his own plane. No, his plane gets shot down. Does he get, yeah, yeah, his plane got shot, shot down. down. And so now Rooster and Maverick are behind enemy lines in the middle of an ice storm with nothing but just their feet. Yeah. And uh, so it's, yeah, like you said, it, it, you think it's over. It's not. There's, you know, and then in that moment, there's a huge shift in who they are. Yeah. Um, they've kind of come to terms with everything and they're working together. So then they, they're out and is, this was probably a little bit more fan service than anything. They find one of the uh, landing or the, the enemy's fighting strips and their takeoff strip and all of the planes have been blown up except for an F-14. F-14. <laughs> so Which an, they fly in the yeah. original... Yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. So Maverick and Rooster get in. Rooster's in the backseat, just like his dad was. Maverick in the front, and they take off in an F-14 from the enemy's uh, holding area, you know. And so they're flying back, and then they're 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 fighting against 
two fifth gen aircraft in an F-14. Yeah, so they're in a 1980s airplane fighting against something that even the most modern airplanes would not be able to to combat, um, and they're fighting against two of these Gen 5s. And Rooster's in the back. He's never been in an F-14. No. And that's where his dad said his dad would be on the controls on the F-14. He's like, I have no freaking <laughs> idea. Half he just starts hitting buttons. And it's all analog, <laughs> yeah. and there's fuses and everything. Yeah. And, and and he's like, flip the fl- fuse, and it's pans to like a fuse box, and there's like a hundred of them. And, and he's, he's like, like, which one? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Your dad used to do this. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts flipping them. Um, so then uh, Maverick takes down. Two, the, both those Gen 5s. Yeah, the first one was kind of... Uh, they give him credit. The, it, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a gimme. So, oh, that's right, yeah, because he, he kind of like rolls into it, right? Or the, the one Gen 5 shoots a missile, and he causes it to blow up. Well, no, what he does is he rolls into the first one firing his machine guns, and that kind of like disables it, and it's going down, and then when the second... One fires a missile. He flies around it, and the missile hits That's the right. fifth gen plane. Yeah. So Maverick takes down both these Gen Five, and they think, "Oh, they're on. They're on the way home. They don't have their." Um, the fifth gen, the second, like fight was intense and crazy, and it's we make it sound short, but it's really like five ten minutes of oh, these two duking it out. Yeah, and it was great. And the one F bomb, the oh, one yeah. F bomb of the movie gets <laughs> dropped during this fight, and yeah. it is awesome. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> This whole, yeah, the whole, I mean, go to the movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Gabe. And we'll stop there. Because <laughs> it, does, it doesn't end there. We'll stop there. Yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, they're being chased by a fifth and final Gen 5, and you need to see it to, to see how it ends. See, it's not, it's not a bad spoiler, so that's good. No. Yeah. I'll still keep it open to go. go it is, it. So, even if you know what's going to happen, it's, it's worth seeing. It is just. I'll go see it again. I've already seen it twice, but you walk away from the film, even after watching the second time, I'm like, just the visuals and the fact that they're actually flying planes and yeah. like it just feels so real and it's just it's just awesome. And there's also like, you know, the whole relationship with Jennifer Connelly, Penny. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of other things that we haven't even covered. There's it's I wouldn't call it a comedy, but there are some really funny moments yeah, oh, yeah. in the movie too. It's gotta be funny. Yeah. It's and then there's a there's a sports montage. We'll leave that for y'all. Just like in the original where they have the volleyball montage. Nobody has a shirt on. Nobody has a shirt on. Nipples are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, it was. You leave yeah. you leave feeling really good. It's a yeah. good movie. Um not the same with the movie I saw today. Well, but before that, Landon, you said that you've already seen this twice. What are other movies that recently that you've seen twice that were like that in the good? theater? In the ever, theater, even the better. Theater? Yeah, even better. Spider Man. Oh, the most recent one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's an easy one. To, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I saw the right Batman. Time, I, been, I saw the Batman I, twice. I that would have that would have been a movie I would have seen twice, but I never got around to it. Gotcha. I saw it once, and I wanted to see it again, but I wanted to go. I really like going a second time when I see a movie to go with someone that hasn't seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Because then you get to like, it's like kind of helping it through them. It's like what we talk about, like helping someone catch their first fish. You kind of like get to relive that experience through them and yeah. see what yeah. they thought. See their excitement. Yeah. See their, their excitement and, and you know what's coming and you can yeah. kind of yeah. like, Ooh. so when I went to see it the second time I saw it with Cliff oh, and yeah. he is a huge fan of the original. So it was really fun to, See this one. See this, yeah. He's yeah. like, that's one of the few movies I own. I was trying to think. I was trying to think what the the, the last movie I saw twice, but I I know with all the Jurassic Park, I remember when Jurassic Park came out, and I saw that like four or five times. Really? In the movie theater. Yeah, because I mean, it was 
It's probably like I don't know, eight or eight or nine when that thing. So have like you ever right seen in that age group of like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. You yeah. know. Have you ever seen another movie three times? Maybe Titanic. Thou really? Yeah. Only I because, mean, like, you know, you, when it came out, too, yeah. that was a thing. It, it, when it came out, I mean, that was a spectacle. Yeah. You, know, you had a lot. It was a three-hour movie. You had a lot of, of you know, new CGI stuff. It's kind of like the, when Avatar came out. Like yeah, a lot. Avatar. I saw it once, yeah. but a lot of people saw it a bunch, bunch of times. Yeah, it was just, it, but again, like, Avatar is like that. Jurassic Park was like that. Titanic was like that, where it's like, there's no other movie going on at that time other than this. And it's such a game changer that people have not seen before. Yeah. That you know, it just, it just, it's a phenomenon. It's yeah. a pop culture phenomenon. I think I've only seen two movies more than twice. I saw Jurassic World yeah. when it came out three times, yeah. and I saw The Hangover three times. <laughs> but that one I saw with somebody different each time. Yeah. But it was a know? fun comedy. There's like I know and I'm gonna have everybody fun was in time. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So I got some fa- fun facts for you for Maverick. Okay. According to Miles Teller, three of the six actors threw up every day of filming in the Jets. Yeah, I don't believe it. Um, I believe believe, it. Yeah, and uh, like we already talked about, the World War II P-51 Mustang seen in this movie is actually Tom Cruise's own airplane that he flies. Um, At the insistence of Tom Cruise, there are minimal green screen and CGI aerial shots in the film, and even the close-up cockpit shots are taken during real in-flight sequences. This is... This meant that much of the cast had to undergo extensive G-force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of the G-force pressure during flights. The actors playing the pilots, this is real interesting, not only had to film themselves turning the camera on and off, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound. The director had to wait on the ground for hours sometimes for the actors to come back with the footage. Adjustments would be made after viewing the footage, and the actors would have to go back up for another take. Whoa. Yeah. Because I guess it would cost now so you much could, to take off and land. Now yeah. you could understand why they're throwing up. Yeah. Um. Tom Cruise's involvement in this movie was predicated on the condition that real aircraft be used in the aerial sequences, not CGI. Well, he said he's he's already stated that this is a love letter to aviation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise and Val Kimmer are the only actors to reprise their roles from the original Top Gun, and one of the longest periods of time, 36 years between a film and its sequel in movie history. I'm surprised that Charlie was not in this. She's old. Yeah, but so was Tom Cruise. No, she's... Old. She was already old in the first one. She was older than Yeah, him. Kelly McGillis. Yeah, she was older than him in the first one. Really? She has not aged, aged well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to be nice. Can we say, say that? Yeah. I was like, can we say <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, so she's older. Okay. Yeah, Google. Age Google hasn't it. been as kind to her as it was Google to Tom Cruise. It. But again, she was already older in the first one. So yeah, she was much it. older in the because first Because he was one. like in his early 20s. Yeah. 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 Right? When his first one came out? Yeah. She was like. 40s? I thought there was something crazy. I thought there was a big age gap. The roof on the shack next to Ed Harris wasn't supposed to be lifted when Maverick flies past. However, they only that. had one chance to shoot it, so they kept it in the film. Yeah, in the very beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, when he takes off in the uh, supersonic jet. Yeah. And by, literally, I was like, oh, dang, that roof took off from there. Yeah. Here we go. This will be my last one. Uh,. The shirtless beach volleyball or beach football montage had to be shot twice because Tom Cruise did not find the first version good enough. The reshoot placed additional pressure on the actors to get their ripped bodies back to reshoot the scene. 
cast member Glenn Powell recounted, we shot it, and that night we all went out for milkshakes and tater tots, <laughs> just like Splurge, and everyone grabbed a beer, and a week later Tom's like, we got to shoot it again. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. We're going to shoot it again, and everyone's back at the gym day in and night. The sequence is being uh, used very heavily to promote the movie after a similar scene in the original film became iconic and an audience favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the volleyball scene is iconic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, there's so many scenes in that one, too. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Well, I loved it. I think it's, like I said, I think it's better than the original. Uh, as soon as it comes down, I'm buying it. 100%. Well, yeah, because I, like, I love Do how they like that. you have to buy it anymore? <laughs> well, no, because you get back, you get, um, uh, you get background footage, and you get, like, all the different conversations and stuff like that. I mean, if you buy an actual movie, digital, like a physical copy. I don't buy, fi- I, okay. I do like Amazon Prime. So, buy it on Amazon. This is this is a good topic before we end. At one time, I felt like those were cool things to have, right? You've got the DVD, commentary, all oh, of that yeah, stuff yeah. now, right? And now with like the internet and everything and Instagram and all that stuff, it's not, I don't know, not as cool to, not not as needed as it once was. It's not as needed. Not. I would definitely give you that. It's not as needed. Yeah. No, I just buy on, I, because I, I used to buy a bunch of movies like on Blu-ray Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like past it now. Now I'm like I could just buy it on like Apple or like well, Amazon honestly, Prime, and I, then I can not, wherever I go. I have I not as long as I have internet. I was thinking about that today. I was like I was thinking about all the stacks of DVDs that I have. Yeah, right. I'm like, who would have thought? Like, who would have thunk it that we would just at a press of a button have it just on our phone and pull up anything whenever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, and and my kid will never know what it was like on a Friday night to go to Blockbuster and get candy and a movie after, you know, walking around for 12 minutes or 20 minutes trying to decide. Do you remember that? That was great. Hell yeah. And he had like the little, and then whenever they were done in movies, they would put them like in a box and you had like a four for 20, you know, like a four for 10. You just pick out whatever movies you wanted. So many of my movies came that way. Yeah. But it was just like, it was just that, like just Friday night going there. I know there's a meme for that too. And it's like that meme hits hard. Like, you know it was going to be a good night. When, when you went to Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Your dad's getting the thing. You're getting some candy. You're picking out three movies, four movies, whatever. And yeah. make sure you rewind. Be kind. Uh, rewind. Guys, what movie are we watching next week? Oh, I don't know. I think it's your pick. Holy crap, it's my pick? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm going to have to make you a call. You said Jurassic World's coming out. You yeah, think Jurassic. we could all, are we all able to watch it before next week? I'm probably gonna watch if we're it this gonna record next Wife's Friday. Already's like she's already. Well, I won't me be here next week, but next Friday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be able to see it by then. Okay, all right. Jurassic World, it is cool. Yeah. But before we go, I'm I have to talk to somebody about this movie I yes, saw today. Okay, it is ridiculous. It's called Crimes of the Future. I saw Bob Burgers yesterday. Oh, okay, nice. okay, that was good. Okay, uh, but Crimes of the Future. It is directed by, uh, what is it, David Cronenberg or Stephen Cronenberg? You know what? Just the title makes me think of. Another Tom Cruise film, Minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report, which is not bad. It it took me a couple of times to, like, you know, now if it's on on a Saturday or something, I'm like, I'll watch it. But at first, I'm like, eh, it was okay. Because I remember seeing the movie theaters. I'm like, eh. You say Crimes of the Future, I'm like, Minority Report. Yeah, no, it's not like that. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, no. David Cronenberg um, is the director. He is really synonymous with doing, like, body horror is like a genre that he's kind of created in a sense. Um, what is this genre? What do you mean? So body, body horror, horror, like pushing the body and like the way people look at it to the extreme, right? His whole kind of idea is he's going to make you uncomfortable by twisting the human body in ways that it's not supposed to be twisted, right? Mm-hmm. So like 
my first David Cronenberg film I saw when I was a kid called The Fly. You guys ever seen yes. it? Yeah. No. Maybe that's going to be a movie. I don't think I could watch it again. It is. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's you watch it once and you, yeah. hope you, you, you hope you never have to see it again. Um, yeah. That movie, a guy creates a teleportation device and he is testing it and he teleports himself from one side of his room to the other, but a fly, fly also in. gets in there with him. So his DNA gets spliced with a fly and over the course of the movie, he slowly becomes a fly person. Yeah. And like, it's the, the, the transition into that is like, oh. Yeah, like, so like his nails. What is it, those books, uh, Anamorphous or whatever? Yeah, yeah if you had like yeah. a horror version yeah. of the yeah. Anamorphous, yeah. it was only yeah. going to happen one time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like his nails are falling off. It's like showing this whole thing. His skin's falling Fly, off. Yeah. And it's just, it's pretty disturbing. But that's his thing. This movie, not as disturbing as the other stuff, but the whole the spiel of it, it's a little set in like the future. Uh, whereas like obviously it's a little not post apocalyptic, but like humans have kind of degraded their environment because of all the plastics we're making and that kind of stuff. And so because of that, people have developed a way where they like every year they or more people are born, they don't actually feel any more pain. Right? Like the same sensors are done. So when people cut themselves, instead of getting that pain receptor, it's actually a pleasure ple- pleasure receptor is yeah. sent off, right? So you have people who are performing what they call like contemporary art performances where they'll like get people around them and they will like perform surgery on themselves because they, and they'll be awake because it is like a pleasure sensation, no longer a pain sensation. And with that, the side story is some people have a little bit more pain than others because they're actually growing new organs inside their body. Not because anybody's making them do that, but because as humans are evolving, they're growing different organs to help uh, combat or to live in the environment they've created. So it's real weird. Um, I loved it, but I wasn't expecting to, (laughs) you know? It's like I've been I saw it around like one o'clock and I've been thinking on this movie all day and I will probably continue to think about it for like the next four days. Mm. Um, it's really weird. There is a like like I said, the guy and the guy who's growing the organs, his thing is his partner, she will tattoo them while they're inside of him and then she'll remove them surgically to show off the tattoo that she did inside of his body. And so it's real weird. And, like, the big thing that, like, people are talking about is that pain, what is it? It's either, no, no, it's surgery is the new sex. So, like, people aren't having sex anymore. They're just having surgery and cutting themselves for that same pleasure sensation. So, Mm. weird. (laughs) Weird movie. It is. I think I know who our weird movie guy is. Yeah, I'll see anything. Uh, It's it's weird. It's a little body horror, like, when they're cutting them open and stuff. And, um. Uh, and like in the first few minutes, like a kid does die, like is murdered, you know, and they kind of show it and then like they cut open that kid later. So like if that bothers you, definitely don't see this. But <laughs> you have an issue with it. If you yeah, have an right, issue right, with right, like, pass. if like nine year olds being cut open, but he's, yes. is dead. It was an autopsy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that was so weird. But, but, but gotcha thinking. Honestly, I was like in it the whole movie. I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh man, like I'm hanging on every word, every scene. Yeah. It was just like so weird. But I just like, yeah, it I just, love yeah. it. 
It's good. I would probably see it again. Hmm. <laughs> I would not. I would. I don't. Feel you haven't convinced me to see it. Yeah, it's probably not. Although I do want to see Nope with you, so don't see Nope without me. Oh no, I'll go see Nope with you. I, it's. Pro- I'm gonna say Crimes of the Future is probably not a landed movie. Okay. Okay. There you go. But maybe that means you should see it because now <laughs> I want to know how you would react to it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. So okay. So for for next week, we're gonna we're gonna do Crimes of the Future. Everybody go see it. No, oh. I think we're doing. Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic yeah. World. Jurassic World, and on top of that, if you guys can see all the other ones as well, so we can discuss those on which ones you liked and didn't like in the oh, series I, before yeah. we seen roll into that, which is easy to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen all of them, but, like, to remember all of them. Yeah, I mean, for sure, you know what the first one is, but, like, the second one, for sure, I know is a little bit, even the third one, for sure, is always one of the ones that people want to forget. I know yeah. I want to forget the I third one. I want to forget the third one. But, it, you know, just, just because, it probably yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. Maybe I'll download them and watch them on the plane tomorrow. There you go. Give you something to do. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. We will see you guys again next week. I have to do my outro. The yeah was like right on par. (laughs) It was. Go to the description below where you can find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks Thanks for listening with us, and we will see you with the movie again next week.